Welcome to our morning omelet. I'm James Trickle Clements. And I'm Justin Bobbitt. We've got some nice ingredients for the omelet we this do. morning. We I do. got a special thing some right here. Some foreign ingredients. I went on vacation, and we'll talk about that a little later, but at the Greensboro, Georgia Antique Mall in downtown Greensboro, I found this most interesting thing. I want you to guess what it is. Now, just think. Just look at the beautiful wooden box and think, what could this be? It's a relic from the past, and I'm going to show you. Are you ready? Have you made your guess? Here goes. Lift it. You know what? I'm going to wait to the end of the show. It's worth the end. It's worth the end. Yeah. You thought you had it figured yeah, out. Yeah, I really I'm did. I'm going to wait toward the end of the show, and I'm going to show you what's in this, so do not go away. The fact Come that on. they put the craftsmanship into that enclosure yeah. is... is no, I got away. I got away. I, that's a tease, isn't it? That's terrible, but I did that. But we'll so, bring that back at well, the end of the show. Where did you go on vacation? On vacation, Susan and I went to Lake Oconee, which is probably 40 miles outside of Atlanta. But the town we really fell in love with is Greensboro, Georgia. And I'll tell you about that town in a little bit, all the unique places. But that box I just showed you is from the... Greensboro Antique Mall downtown. It is two floors. It's a warehouse. Got to go there if you're anywhere near the area. You got to go. But we'll talk about Greensboro, Georgia more in just a little bit. You have something very unique you found. Yes. I wanted to ask about the, with us all going back, well, not us, but kids going back to school, colleges, uh, back in session. I had I loved online classes, so I kind of had an option of do I want online classes in college or do I want to go. I went with go to get the experience. But I wonder, a lot of these kids that have already paid their tuitions are now de facto in online classes, but they're paying for actual in-school tuition. What what are your thoughts on that? Are they going to have to adjust the tuition prices? Are the kids going to, is, is college just going to be online for the indefinite future? Um, Probably going to be online. I think they should adjust it because what colleges don't tell you, they don't pay income taxes. And they have tremendous funds available to them. And the cost of college today is astronomical because the government got involved when they found out that you could go borrow money from the government. Those federally insured student loans. Then they upped the price of college. Private so, institutions did the same thing. Yeah. And so that's what, you know, that's government funding raises prices. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy how much college costs now. So definitely it should be adjusted. You're not using the building. No. Any of the facilities, lights, you name it. I mean, it's just minimal. So you're asking my opinion? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It should be I, at least half. If If they don't adjust it, all those students are going to look at their last semester that they've paid for, that they've gone through, and it was an online class, and they're going to probably say, I'd rather just go online. If I'm going to pay for an online class, withdrawal from University A and move over to a reputable online university, not one that gets closed every six months. Phoenix (laughs) University or whatever they are. Please don't. Um, Yeah. I know. Yeah. It's a question you've got to ask yourself, and uh, parents will be asking themselves yeah. also. Um, that's my opinion. Yeah. 
What I would like to talk about is some things I found in Greensboro, Georgia. This is going to sound like a travel log, and it should because it's such a great place, great people. Uh, we all like to eat. I like to eat. We talk about food. We will eat most when we of the time. It. Yes. <laughs> Susan and I were lucky enough to get into town, and. We were there on a Monday. Don't go on Monday. Most shops are closed on Mondays hmm. in small towns. They do that. Makes sense. But a place called Yesterday Cafe had just reopened after three months. Now, people drive hundreds of miles to eat here. It is that good. Terry's the owner. Sarita was our waitress one time. We went back twice the following day, and we were about 40 minutes away from it. It's that good. Yesterday Cafe. We're going to take a screenshot of this and put the part of the menu up there. But I'll read some of it. Country fried steak, pork chops, Ollie's chicken, grilled shrimp. The squash souffle is to die for. The stewed tomatoes. This is old southern cooking at its best. But they are world famous for their buttermilk pie. Oh, my God, with homemade rich. The filling reminds me, I love pecan pie, mm-hmm. reminds me of that, but not nearly as sweet and almost a flan texture to it. Susan kept saying, just buy a whole pie. <laughs> I said, I'm not going to do it eat because I will eat it. I will eat it breakfast, lunch, and dinner mm-hmm. while we're there. And be pretty happy about it. Yeah, and it's Yesterday Cafe, 111 North Main Street in Greensboro. I said, Like I said, Terry's the owner. Phone number 706-453-0800. Right now, they're only open for lunch from 11 to 2. But as people start coming back to the restaurant, they're usually open for lunch and dinner, but call them. But if you're anywhere near Greensboro, Georgia, or you want a great place to go on a weekend and a great little town to explore, and that antique mall, and one other place is Georgia Artisans. And these are people, obviously artisans who are from Georgia, and they make some of the most unique material of everything from sculpture, to pottery, but there's one lady, I should have her name here, but I don't, who does weaving. I bought kitchen towels, I bought dinner napkins made out of 100% Georgia cotton. Susan bought a shawl. It's just some of the most amazing things you'll ever see. I'll see if I can find her name and put it in the description. Yeah, I got the little tag, I thought I I bought it. But anyway, and here's a little flyer. Greensboro, Georgia, highly recommended. I've traveled all over the United States, all over Canada, all over Mexico. This is one of the best little cities I've found. Well, I'm really glad this place was able to weather the storm. Mom and pops were really hurt yeah. by being having to close. Uh, and I'm glad that they were able to make it through. One of my favorite restaurants here in town just couldn't make it. Yeah, no. I, it couldn't. Takeout only wasn't enough. They had a bar where they made a lot of their money. The bar couldn't open, uh, and they've had to close their restaurant, and it's lost one of my favorite places to eat. Uh, Well, this yesterday's cafe is named that for a reason. Terry has had it for 25 years. She's the owner. We got to meet her. But you have pictures of the history of Greensboro there, and they play oldies music. Nice. So it's hog heaven for me. Very nice. Yeah. 
Yesterday's Cafe, Greensboro, Georgia. Great place. Well, I've got something I think will make you laugh. Um, no one ever likes the need to find a bathroom when you're out wandering oh, a city. Yes. Uh, public restrooms don't have a, a great um, reputation. Apparently in Tokyo, it's even worse. So the restrooms in Tokyo are just reportedly awful. Um, oh. So this artist has installed, and you're seeing this on your screen, it's an incredible idea. They are They look like clear plexiglass toilets uh, where you can see straight in. They're highly colored, um, but you can actually see in them so that you know that they're clean. And when you go in and lock the door, the glass turns opaque. So... But can you still see outside? See, that's what the smart glass that I've seen, when you turn it on, it's opaque from both ends. I don't think I would be comfortable going in there if I could see out and I've been told they can't see in. That's just weird to me. But it's a great idea um, to show the people that these are clean, these are okay to go in, there's no one hiding in there. Um, Because apparently some of the bathrooms are a bit seedy. In Tokyo, but I love this idea. I saw a very similar one that you'll see on your screen here in uh, downtown New York. I think it was right in Times Square, where it's a chrome box that on the outside you see a mirror, but on the inside it's one way glass. So you can see out all the time, but they can't see in. And I can only imagine how weird that would be. Well, when I was in New York and I've been many times, there were no bathrooms to go <laughs> yeah. to. And that was the weirdest thing. You're going. Any store? No, you can't use our bathroom. Listen, European style, like you put a quarter in, not a quarter, but they have pay public restrooms where you just put well, your I never change found in. Any. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I would have paid, yeah. but no, we used to pay at the airport. I don't know really? if you knew that. Yeah, it was all pay toilets at the airport. Interesting. Yeah, I guess now they just make more on the tickets and give us free bathrooms. And we have to pay for our yeah. luggage. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like that trade. <laughs> I don't either. Uh, one other thing I, I have, this is a Life magazine, again, at Greensboro Antiques. Um, and the, one of the reasons I bought it, I love the picture, but it's June 65. That was my last year of high school. Here's the picture. Some things with a couple ads within the magazine. I would like to show you how times have changed. And I'm going to do a little bit of reading here, and I'll show you this. And I'll have them on the screen to make it easy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Are you making your children pay for your weight problem? (laughs) These ads couldn't come out now. Okay. If you're trying to lose weight by stocking the house with sugarless soft drinks, remember one thing. Your children drink them too. The thirst carries anything that's cold and wet, so feed them. But their bodies need much more energy, and they'll never get them from artificial sweeteners. Now, let's get back to you, and that's a diet of yours. Unless you make a career out of drinking soft drinks, saving calories with synthetic pops is like trying to get a hair cut by cutting one hair at a time. Besides, you need sugar, too, particularly when you're dieting. What sugar lobby? (laughs) Okay, I'll tell you. Sugar in a soft drink does two nice things to you. It satisfies between meal hunger and gives you the extra va-boom you need for those exercises. Up to the crash. Uh, right up to the... Uh, yeah. Sugar quenches fatigue. Note 
to mothers. Exhaustion may be dangerous, especially to children who haven't learned to avoid it by pacing themselves. Exhaustion opens the door a little wider to the bugs and ailments that are always lying in wait. Sugar puts energy back fast, offsets exhaustion. Synthetic sweeteners put back nothing. Energy is the first requirement of life. Play safe with your young ones. Make sure they get sugar every day. <laughs> I mean, you've got to... That's right up there with the smoking for weight loss ads. Oh, you uh, happened to mention that. Oh, oh, you are so right, wise one. <laughs> because my next ad, and this will be the last one I'll show you, and this is what I grew up with, 1965. They went with like color. I said, when I was a, Very nice. Winston tastes good, like a cigarette should. Pardon us for drumming it in. Change to Winston and change for good. For good taste every time. And there's no warning label. No, not no. at all. This, only, this is only overshadowed by the one with the doctor smoking yes. recommended. Mm -hmm. but, and they're all through the magazine. I just had to bring them out. And this is June 65. That was, a, that was a good year for me. I ended my high school education. And here is a uh, original Volkswagen's. Magazine is just. I went back and bought two more life magazines, just and the stories are excellent. Oh, yeah, the writing is so good, it pales. They actually had real writers, today. yeah, they actually did. It wasn't uh, artificial intelligence. Well, I did want to mention just a cause you uh, should be aware of if you are able to give the California wildfires, uh, in particular, the LNU Lightning Complex fires. The entire city of Vacaville uh, looks like it could be pretty well decimated. It's home to about 100,000 people. Uh, right now, the fire itself is uncontrolled. Uh, they haven't updated their numbers, their West Coast. They're not up yet. So they okay. will update. As okay. of yesterday, 46,000 acres uh, was the actual size of the fire. That's larger than D.C., just on fire. Uh, and Why it's can't we just burn D.C.? What's going on <laughs> yeah. here? Uh, but the National Guard's been called in, uh, and I've got a link to the relief fund down in the description. If you're able to give, uh, they could really use it. It's uh, right between San Francisco and Sacramento is Vacaville. But there are a lot of people that could use some help right now. And not to make light of that, I was kidding. Yeah. It's very serious because I mentioned the fires in Australia, mm -hmm. and I have relatives in Australia that we had last year. And to see the sight of the animals yeah. and the koala bears and those things. But when you're totally devastated for a fire, from a fire, there's nothing left to go get. You lose everything. No. And it's traumatic to say the least, especially during what we're going through now. When so. it compounds, the, they have a drought plus lightning and you get half the state on fire. Not half the state, but a, a decent uh, decent amount. It's like hurricane. We, all, we get hurricanes. Yeah. We're in Florida. We're six blocks from the ocean. It's going to happen eventually here. Uh, we're in a little area and hasn't had one really since Hurricane Dora in 1964. But it's going to happen. Yeah. But fires in California happen every year. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, human beings like us live in places we shouldn't be living. Yeah. This is an island. You really should, shouldn't be living yeah. here. Well, we dodged a bullet, what, two years ago? It was coming straight for us. And yeah. 
Okay. Poor South They're Carolina always gets hit. Bad area. Yeah. Like Galveston and right up in Texas and Louisiana. So bad. Okay. You have patiently waited, ladies and gentlemen. I appreciate it. Have you had any extra time to really think about what's in this box from the Greensboro Antique Mall in Greensboro, Georgia? A relic from the past. You guessed it was a... Japanese puzzle box. Japanese. I said Chinese. I was wrong. <laughs> An oriental. Yes. Because <laughs> uh, of the woodwork. Yeah, it, it looked amazing. like the, the care in its construction would make any of these cubes shift a little bit yeah. and you'd be able to unlock it. Okay, the big reveal. I was wrong, by the way. Are you ready? Here it goes. Justin, I'll let you do the honor. I will hold it. <laughs> La-da! One of the most high-end <laughs> telephones. And when I showed you this, you said it must have sat... On a CEO's desk. Yeah. Someone... It still amazingly looks brand new. I mean, yes, the plastic is discolored a bit, but it looks like the day it was minted. It's incredible. I know. And, and though, like you said, the wooden box itself, um, for what I paid for, I paid $49 for it. Could, I was just intrigued yeah. by it. I said I had to have this because now when I'm now showing this on YouTube and people come over to the house, oh, that's a telephone. Yeah, exactly. How do you know? Well, I saw it. <laughs> but uh, I have fun with it. Yeah, that is. Showing it to, and guess what's in here? We might, uh, I'm kind of a wiring geek. We might turn that into a working phone if uh, the Bluetooth module comes in in time. But I think it could make a pretty cool phone on your desk. Yeah. And it would be great to you. Wait, it just rang. Exactly. Hello? It's time to go? Okay. Tell them bye. Out of time. We'll see you next time on the Morning Omelette.